Tonight, we will review the AEW Dynamite show that happened last night. Plus, more AEW news. This is going to be a podcast of all AEW news, including Awesome Khan. Is she done with AEW? Is the Nightmare Collective done for AEW? Plus, Chris Jericho speaks about what McMahon said when he signed with AEW contract. That and many more tonight at the Chokeslam Wrestling Report Podcast. Welcome to the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the Ultimate One, coming to you live from New York City. And guys, we're going to go through AEW Dynamite that happened last night. There's also AEW News, as I said in the beginning of the show. But let's go start off what happened last night as uh, AEW started off with a singles match between John Moxley and Ortiz from Prow and Powerful, uh, Prow and Powerful of the inner circle. And um, this match started off very quick. Um, uh, this match went back and forth. And, um, you know, my opinion on this match, I mean, Ortiz haven't wrestled since 2016. But he showed that he still got the wrestling skill for a single competitor. I mean, uh, he tried to overpower Moxley, but Moxley with his wild style of wrestling had him off balance for a while. But at one point, Ortiz threw Mox headfirst into the pole. I mean, like, he went flying straight face first to the pole. And I thought he was, uh, was going to be colored. But unfortunately, you know, Ortiz did a dive between the ropes to catch Moxley outside. And Ortiz, you know, was doing what he does best. He, he kind of wild himself. Um, but, you know, at the end, you know, Ortiz wasn't alone. Outside the ring was Santana. And Santana was trying to... Um, Pretty much to distract Moxley. The inner circle were in the um, commentary booth with Jericho, um, Hager, and Guerrero. Uh, Sammy Guerrero was in the booth area. So, you know, you knew that something was going to happen with whether the inner circle was going to interfere or not. But that wasn't the case because Moxley won the match after catching Ortiz with a Paradise Shift DDT. And then, you know... Uh, you would think that um, Santana would not get in the ring, but Santana is a fearless guy. He came into the ring and attacked Moxley, but he also got caught with the DDT. And then afterwards, Moxley grabbed a, uh, I believe it was the car keys. And you saw that Jericho was saying, no, I want my car keys back. But instead, uh, he didn't get the car keys. Instead, Santana caught a, uh, a stab from the car keys into the eye, the same thing they did to Moxley a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a payback. So now, uh, the inner circle came in, Moxley went into the crowd, the fans loved it, and you know, again, this is a good setup for the um, for the masses coming up at Revolution. Um, but you know, there's still time, there's still probably another what three weeks to look to go. Before there's something's gotta happen, you know the inner circles are gonna get even. They're gonna catch Moxley, and pretty much now there's gonna be a setup where now Santana is gonna wrestle Moxley next week, and he, uh, for one thing, Santana, he himself 
kind of I love what he did. He kind of put his personal uh, stuff that's going on in his real life and put it and said, you know, I've been going through a lot of stuff. As you guys know, his father passed away not long ago. So he said that I for an eye and he's going to take Moxley to the darkness. I don't know what that means, but you could best assure that something's going to happen there next week. Then um, after that, that match was the best friend versus SCU. Honestly, I didn't know why this match was set up. Uh, the match was probably put for the hype of the Dark Order, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. It was a good match, you know, but the uh, um, best friend was doing the thing, and this is one thing about the best friend. I noticed the best friend are always losing the matches. It's like I haven't seen best friend win a match yet. I think they won a match probably when they did uh, about November probably. Uh, they always see best, best friend losing these matches. Uh, and it looked like the, the best friend had this match, but Kazarian hit the Oshinakini uh, to pin Trent. And right after that match, um, afterwards, you, you see the Dark Order hit the ring and attack all four teams. I mean, actually, all both teams, all four men were attacked by the Dark Order. But you could tell there's two guys in the match that didn't reveal, and you already know, by the body length. Body-wise, you could tell his branding color is one of them. I don't know if that Michael Nakazawa could be the other guy, but it is what it is. But it did, uh, afterwards, Orange Cassidy came in, and, you know, he does his stuff. People love him. But he got attacked, and it wasn't until Christopher Denny came in for the save. I don't know where this is going. I'm still waiting for the Azolte one, the leader. Um, who knows? But... We got to see. Um, I, I knew for a fact this SCU best friend match was pretty good, but I knew it was for the Dark Order, and we will see what happens. We'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. Um, afterwards, they show a promo of Taz giving his opinion about the tent lashing that was going to happen, which was the main event tonight between Cody and MJF. MJF was going to hit um, 10 lashes on Cody, and um, Taz gave his opinion about it, which was cool. I thought it was a cool thing. But then right after that, it was the women's division, which I've been a bit critical bit, a bit critical about that, or real critical about this. Um, tonight, again, it was Britt Baker. Again, Britt Baker for like the third week in a row, and here's Britt Baker again against Yuka Sazaki, Sakazaki. Now, Sakazaki, uh, we saw her back in um, Double or Nothing when she teamed up in a three, uh, a six-man tag. Uh, this match was, uh, you could tell it was another Japanese of Kenny Omega's. Kenny Omega loves these um, these uh, Japanese wrestlers from Stardom and uh, all the other promotions in, in Japan. But at one point, Brent Baker landed wrong, and she didn't caught Sasaki on her way down when Sasaki jumped off the top rope. Again, Britt Baker, to me, is just a botch queen. And this woman looks like she don't know what the hell she's doing in that ring. Um, she does good, the super kick, which, of course, she got that from her, from her fiancé, Adam Cole. But uh, but she, in the middle of the match, she got caught in a crucifix and got pinned. 
I don't know if she was supposed to get out or what, but at one point she grabbed uh, Sakazaki and put her mouth on the rope, and then she kicked it, and then you see blood coming out of uh, um, um, out of But before that, she hit it with a with a with a ring bell, um, and right in the back of her uh, the, uh, her neck, and then she went and put her mouth and the rope, and they kicked it. You can see blood coming out of uh, uh, Zakazaki's mouth. At one point, they claimed there was a tooth that came out, uh, but Baker went and tried to put the lockjaw on 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 Sakazaki, and, I mean, I don't know what the purpose is. Why we have not seen any other wrestler? I mean, this is this is crazy. I mean, where's where's uh, Sadie Gibbs? Why are we not seeing Penelope Ford wrestle in a singles match? What's all these women that they supposedly had signed? And this is, I'm going to keep saying this every week. You know, the women's division is in shambles. And now the news that I'm going to give you after I finish doing all this uh, thing with AEW uh, review, um, we now have a problem when it comes to a women's division. And I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, still, we don't see, I don't see Chris Stanlander. Um, in like a couple of weeks, we still have it. We saw Swole last week. Nyla Rose is she came out, but she didn't wrestle. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. So it's just a crazy, a crazy situation. But the next match was the Elite versus Butcher Blade and the Lucha Bros. And my beef with this match was not because it was, uh, uh, you know, the Lucha Bros uh, or the Elite are bad or whatever, but. My question is, why would you put Butcher and Blade with the Lucha Bros? A Lucha Bros rule breakers uh, that they get paid by MJF to take out the elite? I mean, I don't understand it. It's just like, I don't know, the pairing they do, it just don't make no sense. Of course, Phoenix is a beast and great acrobatic athlete. Uh, like I said, I don't know why they put these guys together. Um, the one thing I can say when it comes to the Young Buck is amazing how Matt Jackson does those double or North Light suplex. Um, um, Butch and Blade, Butch and Blade look weak among uh, among the, all these guys in there. I mean, Butch looks he looks like a strong, powerful guy, but he's not quick, and he's not on point. Um, as far as you know, going you know going quick to do his tag, or whatever, he looks slow, but he looks weak as the team in this match. He looked weak. Hangman looks great in his matches always. He does the you know his backward moonsaults. Um, and at one point, Herman did a fallaway slam on Butcher, and this guy is huge, and he still did the fallaway. But the end, the elite lost. Now you're saying how the hell the elite lost when it's only Butcher and Blade, they did. These guys have been jobbers and teaming up with the Lucha Bros. I mean, how can they lose to those guys? But eventually, Hangman did not refuse to give the tag, and Pentagon caught him. He pins him when they did the um, – the package pile driver, they double teamed them, and and the champion, which you know, I mean, Hangman Page part is a half of the tag team champions, he gets pinned. So now it looks like the Lucha Bros may get a shot at the tag team titles. So he refused to tag. Now this problem with the elite, I don't know where they're going with this story. Um, you can tell that Hangman Page still playing the I'm um, the drunken guy, whatever. Uh, and I don't know where they're going with that, but. You know, and after the match, Kenny Omega getting interviewed, Pac comes out, and he's threatening um, Riho, but he wanted his match. He was going to force Kenny Omega one way or the other to give him the match he wanted. And after Omega saw that Riho was in trouble, he gave in. He accepted the match. 
But then right behind, after Pac said, you thought I was going to hit a woman? Nope. Turns around, Nyla Rose goes and attacks Riho, grabs her, power bombs on the table, and the table did not break. So you know that must have hurt it, Riho. That girl's very small. The table did not give way. So we'll see what happens. Uh, so we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So the next segment was a promo from Darby Allen. And Darby Allen, of course, as you guys remember last week, he got attacked by the by the inner circle. They grabbed the um, skateboard and put it under his neck. And they jabbed him in his throat with the skateboard. Um, and that led to Moxley coming in and saving him. But it looks now like Darby Allen is going to be feuding with the inner circle. And who knows? He may be the guy who will help Moxley win the belt. But in this promo show, Darby Allen burning a stand-up card of Chris Jericho and Sammy, Sammy Guerrero hugging each other. And um, he burned it with a blowtorch. So you know what that means already. The next match was Kip Sabian versus Joey Janela. Uh, at one point in this match, I love how Kip Sabian did a Randy Macho Man Savage gimmick, which I was like, wow, he just brought back memories. Uh, Joey Janela is another guy who uh, you guys we usually see him in hardcore matches, and, and you know when he's in game changer wrestling, he's doing some hardcore stuff. But you know now he's showing you that he has potential, and you know, you know it's it's kind of weird when you see him. When you're wrestling because you used to see him in hardcore matches, but he, his wrestling skills getting good. But in this match, uh, at one point, Janela, Janela fell face first into the ring apron. Uh, and then he fought, then slammed Joey's head in the ring steps. I was like, wow. I mean, she rammed him hard. I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, but this, you could tell, Kip Sabian again, second week in a row, he comes out on TV. Uh, I guess they're going to give him a push. And in this match, as you could tell, uh, um, at one point, Janela um, looked like he wanted to um, um, catch Sabian from behind, but uh, because Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian were kissing in the ring apron, and instead Sabian got out of the way, Penelope uh, Ford fell onto the floor and it looked like she twisted her ankle because he ended up, uh, I think he pinned Joey Janela by grabbing the, the tights. He goes and picks up uh, Penelope Ford. It looked like Penelope Ford got hurt, and he did. He they went right back, straight to the back. They didn't even um, mock Janela. You could tell that was a legit injury that um, Penelope Ford caught because she landed wrong uh, when she landed outside. So I don't know what's going on with that, but hopefully she is all right. Um, then um, they gave a couple of promos on uh, Satana promo. Of course, I told you earlier in the, this podcast that he challenged Moxley. There was a Dark Order commercial after that. Hangman promo with the uh, the elite getting pissed off at, at um, Hangman Page for not tagging him. They're saying that next week they may not have the titles. And they announced Omega and Page against SCU. Um, at one point, you saw the the young buck saying that they know what the problem is. They took the beer off Hangman Page's hand, and then when they left, Hangman Page pops out with a bigger a pitcher of beer, which I found a little hilarious. Then they announced all the matches for next week. They're going to be a women's world title match, which is between Nyla, who's the number one contender, versus Rio, the champ. You're going to have Moxley versus Santana. You're going to have SCU for the world tag team title against Kenny Omega and Page. 
Uh, they're going to have a tag team battle royal. And then, you know, that's going to be interesting. I want to see who's going to be in that. And then right after that, they had the 10 lashes on Cody. And this one was very emotional. I love how they put this this promo this uh, of this segment. As uh, soon as um, um, they, Cody came in, um, MJ made it clear that he was not going to use his belt to hit Cody. Instead, he wanted Cody's belt so he could give him the 10 lashes. And doing this whole thing with the 10 lashes, I mean... You saw a lot of the rule breakers came out, like the Bunny Blade and, and, and Butcher came out. Uh, you saw Sammy Guevara come out. You saw Kip Sabian Penelope Ford came out. And then all of a sudden, during that uh, the whole DRNs that came out, making sure that, that, that Cody did not give up. I mean, it was just, it was it was crazy. Because then right after that, you saw uh, Dustin come out and told even MJF, I'll take the hits for him. And... MJ was like, not having it. He said, this is not the way it works. At one point, you saw the Young Bucks come out. And the Young Bucks came out. But then when the Young Bucks came out, then Mr. MJF decided to give Warlow the belt. He said, he's going to give two shots for me. And he gave two big, big, hard shots to Dustin Rowe. It was a very emotional segment. I felt so bad for him because you saw the markets in his back. And at one point, Brandy Rose came out. He needed one more lash, one more lash to, to you know, to be able to deal with the 10 lashes because the 10 lashes was, if you take the 10 lashes without giving up, you get the match between Warlow um, in two weeks um, in a steel cage. And then finally, Brandy came out, and Mr. Cody took the 10th ten, the ten shot, but then MJF decided to go and kick him with the nuts and they leave and walk and run up the through the crowd. But the one funny part is, I don't know if, if it's true or not, but Wrestle Talk claims that there was a fan who attacked MJF when he was up in the stand. But it turned out that the fan was Kazarian. Kazarian had like a black, uh, uh, like a black uh, hat on, and they said that AEW planned this. I don't know if it's true or not. I, I don't know, but who knows? But this whole overall, this show was pretty good. It wasn't bad. The last segment was very, very emotional. I was very emotional investing in this, and I'm still looking forward for this cage match between Rose and Warlow um, in a couple of weeks. So we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So we're going to go through some of the news that has been going on in AEW, and one of them is the first one that I'm going to read right now. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to start off with – what happened on Tuesday on AEW Dark, they show a pre-recording from the, I believe was the Jericho Cruz, I could be wrong, or Cleveland in one of those, where they show the Nightmare Collective attacking Awesome Khan. And during that attack, Awesome Khan got literally hurt, legitimately hurt. She got hurt. And then it was word that she is done with AEW. I don't know what happened. Uh, apparently now Nightmare Collective is no longer a group. They broke it up. So what's going to happen with Mel? What's going to happen with Luther? I guess because they figure out people were not invested in this. And um, uh, what we came up with this um, storyline, I mean, they did a little event, uh, a venue, well, not a venue, a, venue, uh, a little video where they show Brandy Rose pretending she was in a... Uh, a doctor's 
office and she was talking about her problems and then at the end it was a teddy bear so i thought they were gonna push that it was uh, i thought i said well you know that's, that sounds good but now what's gonna happen with luther what's gonna happen with uh with mel Mel melanie cruz um melanie cruz didn't really uh did not impress me in her, for her debut i mean she's a big girl um i guess she was from japan i guess this is kenny omega's omega is the one with the bringing the, all these women from japan into over here when you got so much talent in there that you could use but yep but this is what's happening now awesome con is no longer with aew and nightmare collective are disbanded so i don't know what's you know what's all that about but it's, it's, it's crazy also um there's also where luke harper now who will be known as brody lee is coming in to aew and there's word around that he may be in a tag team with no other than former killer elite squad member lance archer that is the word is going around the rumors going around the uh wrestling business that luke harper and lance archer will be a tag team who knows what will, if that's true or not but well we'll see also Chris Jericho claimed that Vince McMahon wanted him to see if he could get out his AEW contract after he signed it because supposedly uh, McMahon wanted Jericho back into the WWE, but then when there was no offer on the table, um, you know, Jericho went to McMahon and told him, look, um, you need me, whatever, I'm going to sign with AEW, told him go. Jericho went and signed it, and then when, once he signed it, McMahon went and decided to say, hey, can you do you think you could get out of it? And it was too late. Uh, this is something similar to what Scott Hall said in the Cruz Jericho um, meeting, greed, um, whatever it was. And he said it was the same thing that he did. There was no offer on the table, so Scott Hall left to um, – to WCW back then. So it's, it's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. Also, McMahon had today the uh, quarterly report on his stock, and he's talking about the AE. He's not changing his stuff because of AEW, but we know he changed everything because of AEW. AEW is the reason why you did all this stuff with Fox. All the reason, the reason the NXT now is on USA Network. And like I said before, if it wasn't for NXT, there will be no WWE because WWE right now is a shamble. And, um, but um, AEW is still going to do their thing. I mean, right now, as you guys know, there's not really much of um, big names out there anymore because as you guys know, the Killer Cross went and signed with WWE, uh, that which really hurt my feelings. Um, at Ring of Honor, as you can say, uh, kept Marty Scorer. But like I said in a video a couple of weeks ago, in a video in... Matter of fact, this week's video, um, the the one I downloaded this past Sunday or Saturday, Marty Scroll could be the uh, uh the pearl or the the guy who could bring New Japan Pro Wrestling, NWA Power, and Ring of Honor together to meet and have a joint working relationship with AEW. AEW is doing good, but the women's division again. I'm gonna bring this up. The women's division right now sucks and it sucks bad Britt baker she's horrible she needs to go go to nxt go whatever the hell you need to go but you're horrible you know you're, you're just terrible i mean 
and that's right now what's killing uh well not killing but it's hurting aew right now in that little spot i mean there's been like 17 weeks or whatever how many weeks it's been but that's what's hurting aew right now anyway guys i gave you enough aew talk uh, i'm not giving you no other promotions because it's aew dynamite thursdays which i will be calling it now episode 18 so um be um do not hesitate to go to my youtube channel which is called the same thing as my audio podcast the chokeslam wrestling report i have videos i got a bunch of videos in there uh, like i said i downloaded my latest video uh muddy scroll um may be the one who may put these uh, promotions together to be at aew's door check it out hit the subscribe button if you like the content hit the notification bell give me the thumbs up that which will help my channel greatly man now, i mean i need your support guys same way you support my podcast i need you to support the youtube channel if you need any information about me you see the top uh part of my youtube channel you'll see links facebook instagram twitter also my anchor podcast which i am now right now speaking to you from and i'm also in every other podcast regular podcast audio podcast uh platform so guys check it out hit the notification bell hit the like button uh subscribe to the channel uh support the podcast um the youtube channel podcast support this podcast the audio podcast the chokesland wrestling report uh whether you got spotify iHeartRadio, pandora uh, uh stitcher google podcast apple anchor any of them if you guys got all that take a peek at this audio podcast i'm not saying i'm number one i'm not saying that i know everything i'm giving you my honest opinion my feedback and what i feel about certain things and you guys could agree with it you don't have to agree with it uh also uh i want to give a shout out to my people r32 store again r32 my boy vernick and his um store uh if you want to check out more information about that you can hit the www r32.store again that's www.r32.store also shout out to my boy james santiago and the turbuckle tabloid for uh always supporting this uh so hopefully we'll get together again soon um i got other other little projects coming up hopefully i'll be able to do it and get to show you some of the stuff that i'm planning to do for this year i have um been attending a lot of the independent scene um, I just went to the Bronx Wrestling Federation this past Saturday. Hopefully, I get in contact with some of the wrestlers there. Hope I get interviews. Uh, maybe I'll be able to share that in the YouTube channel sooner than later. Until then, guys, thank you for uh, listening and uh, all my subscriber, everybody from um, across the world. You can see because I got in, I got in, I have reached to Czechoslovakia, uh, Portugal, India, Australia. Uh, many other places uh and here in the united states of course uh show my love to everybody thank you for your support and i hope to hear from you guys soon and again i'll see y'all monday this weekend uh i don't think there's nothing really popping right now but you know i think they have the new japan new beginnings and i think i had john moxley defending his united states title the iwp united states title against minoru suzuki that's going to be a crazy match and that's something to look forward I hope to see you very soon, guys. Until then, have a good night.